What up, y'all? It's your boy, Blunt Steven. You are now tuned in to the Spit That Shit Out Podcast. What up, y'all? It's your boy, Blunt Steven. And I'm back. Um, Some of y'all may know me from my original podcast called The Unsilent Majority. And who knows, you know, we might we might set that back up. But it's your boy. Um this is episode one of my new podcast called Spit That Shit Out. Alright? So uh let's get it cracking, man, because um I'm really gonna dive into, you know, the world events, like the you know, the headlines and uh definitely the things I like. Um, you know, like uh, sports, hip hop, music in general, um, and any other topic. Uh, and feel free, like, if you guys want to ask me questions that I want to, uh, or that you want me to address uh, on the podcast, feel free because I, I am open for that. Um, so just hit me up on my handles. Uh, right now, mainly, I'm on uh, I'm on Instagram. Uh, my tag is. Uh, Blunt Steven with two N's and uh, just DM me and and throw me questions and I'll get right on that and uh, I'll add that to my topics uh, on every podcast that that comes forward. So uh, let's get this shit cracking, y'all. I just wanted to say uh, to start off the podcast once again called spit that shit out by blunt steven um i just wanted to uh have a little uh rest in peace r.i.p uh segment within the last 24 hours uh it's crazy um uh black panther man he he passed away um i, I believe his name is uh, chadwick bozeman uh, it's crazy, man. It's crazy how quick time can fly. I gotta say, maybe what, like three years ago, uh, Black Panther was like the uh, the highest selling, uh, you know, movie in the box office, uh, like in history. And this happened. It's just, uh, it's crazy. He died after a four year battle with uh, colon cancer, and I've seen that firsthand. Uh, you know. People in my extended family have just deteriorated so quick. So I, I got to definitely praise uh, Chadwick for fighting colon cancer for four years. Uh, that's crazy. And I do reflect back. And I, I remember seeing a, a post uh, of a selfie by Chadwick that everybody was uh, kind of going crazy about. Uh, uh, which was a, a picture of him, you know posting the selfie and his his neck looked really skinny I gotta say the most skinny I've ever seen him since he's uh you know bursted on the scene and um I just want to say uh rest in peace uh, to 43 year old uh, Chadwick Boseman and um you were definitely uh on your way to superstardom because 
you're making a lot of good movies and and I definitely want to see that I I always had it in the back of my mind I'm not much of a a, uh, a advocate of going to every movie that comes out but I wanted to see that cop movie that you were in so I'm definitely going to try to check that out um, and it was incredible that uh, you could even pull off and play uh, Jackie Robinson in the movie 42. Uh, I think it was called 42. It was either called 42 or Jackie. Um, but, uh, yeah, and all the uh, Marvel appearances you did for Black Panther was just incredible. And you were definitely a, a, a genuine guy. And uh, everybody you were around, you know, seemed like they... Uh, you know, they loved you and respected you and definitely a, a good person that was uh, taken away from us. Um, a few other, you know, notables, um, and this is just kind of on the celebrity side. I kind of have a personal one that I will do at the end of this, but um, Cliff Robinson, man, Uncle Cliffy, uh, most of his uh, years, uh He's an NBA, uh, NBA three-point specialist uh, for the Portland, Portland Trailblazers. But I was lucky enough to, I believe, uh, you know, my hometown team, the Golden State Warriors, we got to see him two or three uh, seasons. And me, we didn't have good players, but we always thought we were going to do it this year. And when we got Cliff Robinson, man, like, I was like, holy shit, man. Like, we got a chance to at least skim into the playoffs. Uh, that didn't happen. But he just was bombing from threes. He was 420 friendly uh, that we found out after his career. And uh, I just want to say uh, rest in peace to uh, Cliff Robinson. Um, and at least right, uh, last for right now in the, this uh, RIP rest in peace segment, um, I definitely want to say rest in peace um, to my mother's husband, my stepfather, uh, Edward Camp. Um, he recently uh, passed away. He he uh, about two months ago he had uh, cancer that you know definitely spread, um, and uh, he was always a great man to my mother. And that's all the only child raised by a single mother could ask for and he was always he was a quiet man but he had his quirky funny side and I you know was blessed to witness and um he was definitely a great man he was an ex-marine um and uh he was 420 friendly and uh he was a great man and you know my mom is definitely going through it uh during you know trying to adjust to life without him which she really does not want to do, and I do not blame her, um, but I definitely wanted to send, uh, you know, RIP and a rest in peace uh, to Ed Camp, a.k.a. The Moose, um, and may you rest in paradise. Okay, so I wanted to touch on this before this topic gets old, even though it's kind of still unwinding. So in hip hop, uh, right now I gotta say, uh, one of the hottest artists is definitely uh, uh, coming from the female uh, section is uh, Meg The Stallion, and 
one of the hot, hottest uh, RB, uh, RB and definitely male RB artists is Tory Lanez. Uh, and they had an incident, you know, uh, um, went to some party, you know, as far as uh, Kylie Jenner was involved, I guess. I'm not sure if it was at her house, but she was around and everything. And they ended up, you know, bouncing out together, meeting uh, Tori and uh, uh, and Meg. And uh, my opinion is Tori was never feeling, or uh, uh, Meg Thee Stallion was never feeling Tori. But so I guess, you know, they linked up and then no one really knows right now what was said or anything. And she got out of the car and this fucking midget, he fucking, he shot Magna Stallion in the feet. Like, what the fuck, dude? Like, uh, first of all, it's got to be the lowest thing on earth to like shoot a woman, hit a woman, anything like that. And then it's like, what were you trying to stop? The only thing that I can think of to make a man do that is that you offered you offered the penis and she was like, nah, I'm good. I'm popping so I can get it somewhere else and I don't really want yours. That could, to me, that's the only thing that is not confirmed. But, you know, uh, th- this shit is, like, probably one of the biggest stories in hip-hop history because, like, I've never heard of this shit. Like, at least between, like, two high-profile, buzzing, popping, like, you know, superstars at the moment. Like, it's, it's, it's fucking crazy. And, and to continue the story, you know, Meg was kind of being, like, kind of hush about the story. And then she just, she blurted out, you know, that, yes, Tori, you shot me. And, like, like everybody's going, oh, you know, she's, like, 6'9", who is the infamous snitch in hip-hop right now, running around like uh, like he's, you know, bad about it and stuff. But uh, I don't believe Meg snitched on Tori or anything. But I believe that she definitely like, took the bait with all these blogs and people, like, sent, like just talking shit, getting under her skin, and she's got to learn how to really, you know, be tougher than that, because she portrays, you know, a tough chick, like, and, do I honestly, coming from a man, like, I fucking dig how she spits, she, she spits pretty dope, that B-I-T-C-H song is a flip song of, uh, I'd rather be your, your N-word, uh, by Tupac and Richie Rich, I, I dig the fuck out of that, and, uh, she just gotta be smarter, and supposedly Tory got deported, he should just stay his ass in Canada, because he's an R&B singer, he needs the ladies in his corner, man, they're about to boycott the fuck out of his ass, he needs to go bisexual, like Frank Ocean or something, man, like, cause this shit ain't gonna work out for him, and once again, I spit that shit out because that's how I do it. And that's my opinion. So, um, 
I'm a big NBA fan, and I'm telling you, this this bubble playoffs, it's kind of hard to get used to. I think the NBA has really made something out of nothing, so, you know, kudos to them. But first of all, it feels weird without my Warriors in there. Definitely does, because our team is just incredible. Even though this was like the rookie's chance to play this season. But, um, you know, the playoffs started, and I got to say, the big uh, notable star got to be Dame Lillard. You know, Logo Lillard, man, from the Bay Area, uh, you know, my hometown. uh, Well, not specifically, just my area, the Bay Area. uh, He's from Oakland, and, uh, you know, I think he had 61 in, like, game one or something. Like, he's he's really uh, established himself, and I feel like people thought he was maybe a second-grade, uh, excuse me, yeah, like a second-grade uh, player, but, uh, like, he's really stepped himself up, and I think he's got, like, an edge to him that he's he's got to prove shit to people. Uh, he knows how good he is, and he's going to set people straight, and uh, uh, that that's basically my highlight so far because you know the Lakers are going to do pretty well uh, and the Clippers are all right. Like, I, I think the Mavs might shock them, actually, because uh, Luka Doncic is uh, – he's he's crazy. He's, he's, he's dope, man. I feel like he got a little bit of Kobe's blood in him. Uh, but, yeah, and it just uh, on another topic with that, um, the – the NBA players are boycotting games uh, in honor of uh, taking a stand for uh, police br- brutality on African-Americans and police brutality in general and just racism. Um, and I think that's dope. Like, I think it would look great in the big arenas, you know. Uh, but, you know, obviously they can't do that because of COVID-19. But I just... Uh, I think that is honestly incredible, and kudos to them, and kudos to the leader of the league, man. I hated his guts when he tried to fuck with my Warriors, but uh, Mr. LeBron James, King James, he's uh, he's really stepped his shit up. Uh, uh, well, he's always been an advocate, but he's really uh, he's really done his thing. Um, to guide these players and the players are being leaders themselves, but LeBron is definitely the spark. And I just want to say kudos and hats off to him to leading uh, this league to stand up for what's right. Okay. Now I got a question, a question uh, from my boy, Freddie Jackson. Um, I posed a question on Instagram, on my Instagram story to ask for questions. And, uh, he recommended, he wanted to hear what I got to think about aliens. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I remember as a kid, I was fucking, I was scared of fucking aliens. Cause I remember, uh, do I, I really forget the, the movie name, but the, the actor that was in, uh, I think it was Bound for Glory or some shit like that, the, 
the the hockey movie that where he falls in love with the figure skater. Um, I uh, that guy was in a like a alien abduction uh, movie where he got abducted in the woods and everything. And I I think it was like a it was like a channel uh, channel two Fox uh, two like uh, original movie or something. Um, and that just scared the fuck out of me, because, you know, he he saw the light up in the sky, they came, got him, and then they were, like, doing, like, fucking tests on him, probing him and shit, and then he just, he came back to the world, like, like, fucked up, <laughs> like, like, it was just, like, he had that blank stare, and he was just, he was just fucked up, and that always made me scared as a kid, but maybe because I had, you know, like a, a wider range of uh, imagination as a kid and I guess less reality. But yeah, that always scared the fuck out of me, you know, and especially with with these Area 51 things like happening and shit, like that's fucking crazy to me, you know, because uh, to me, I don't feel like we landed on the move. I feel like you know, an alien was up there or something, you know, like, it's too much fish, fishy shit going on, and then another movie, um, well, probably when I was maybe, like, 13, I'm thinking, 13, 14, uh, Will Smith in uh, Independence Day, that shit was fucking crazy, especially when, you know, people are thinking that the aliens are nice, and then they get, they get them in the the labs to, uh, in the operating room to do tests on it. And they're just fucking them up. Fucking got mind control over like everybody they encounter and shit. That shit's crazy. And that's what scares me. It's like, we might get fucking, the aliens might come and take over us and we're not even going to fucking know it or even have a chance, you know, like, but in me, I don't even think they look like, you know, what, Hollywood and everybody portrays them too, like you know the the weird oval head and the white body. I I think I think they're more like Men in Black. They're regular people. As much as it sounds crazy, and then they just they could morph into uh you know alien uh back into their regular shell as aliens. Um, but that's just my opinion. Yeah, it's it's, it's crazy, but that's what I think. Fuck these aliens. Yeah, and I do believe in them. All right, so I'm just going to dive deep into my life right now. And if you guys have any idea about this or anything, uh, please uh, give me feedback. Uh, Shoot me a a DM or a message um, on my Instagram. Uh, It's uh, Blunt Steven with two N's. I'm just wondering, because uh, I, w- I was always uh, uh, into dreams and stuff. Like, my mom was always, like, really into it and told me, you know, not to ignore it and stuff. And even, you know, uh, growing up in uh, my apartment with just me and my mom, uh, I'd go take a poop. And, you know, on the hamper... Uh, in the bathroom, 
there's a dream book tells you what your dreams mean or what they could be uh, referring to and stuff. And I was always, uh, I was always intrigued, uh, with that along with like, you know, astrology and stuff like that. Um, uh, blame my mom again, but, um, I was just, I was just wondering, like, and I want to know why, and I'll probably dive deep into this and maybe refer to it in, uh, in episode two um but i've actually been going uh i've actually uh i've broken up uh with my girlfriend um over of over six years and uh we have we have three uh beautiful children together and uh i don't know i think deep down it's kind of hit me a little bit as far as you know um i wanted to uh you know, avoid my kids having the same thing I did as far as a broken home. Um, Cause it was rough for me, you know, not having a father there, but you know, uh, my mom was definitely enough, but um, you know, I'm trying to be strong for the kids and stuff, but I've been kind of staying over my mother's and she tells me when I fall asleep, cause she's like up all hours, just, you know, she's in pain doing shit just you know uh, getting older and you know just being up she says I've been crying in my sleep not like tears but just like the emotion of crying so if any of you guys have idea why this happens or anything um, let me know because I I really want to know and I believe you know dreams really mean something because I mean I had a falling out with uh with my homeboys and stuff, you know, years ago and like it really bugged me, but I was trying to be tough and I used to have nightmares of all my teeth uh all my teeth coming out um or you know falling like Eminem in the way I am video, like falling from a big building, just racing for that floor, uh and that concrete and I just wake up. And I read into them and it just meant that, you know, you're, you're subconsciously feeling bad about something or wanting something to, you know, change in your life or upset with the outcome. And, um, I really want to know why I'm upset in, uh, in my dreams. Like it's, it's, it's crazy. Like, yeah, it just, it's been kind of blowing my mind, and, and my mother has been saying I've actually been doing it on a more consistent basis. So um, I definitely uh, want to see what that's about. I'm going to look into it, and if y'all uh, want to uh, get back to me and, and definitely um, let me let me know or, or research it yourself or you've been through it, definitely uh, DM me uh, on my Instagram, at uh, BluntSteven. Uh, with two ends, and I'll definitely go uh, into it over the air uh, on the next episode because I definitely want to see what that's all about. Um, yeah, kind of curious, but yeah. <laughs> So, um, I guess this is 
the instance in the show, kind of piggybacking off what I was just saying, um, I guess it's the kind of spiritual side of the show, um, and I love you guys' feedback, so once again, you know, um, DM me or hit me up on my Instagram, at BluntSteven, two ends. Um, yeah, I was talking to my friend, and she's, uh, she's very in touch with uh, her spirit and spiritual side, and um, something that as, as a kid that I always thought, and I remember this, you know, now as an adult, um, that I feel like, like when I was growing up, I felt really in tune with the city of New York, um, and now I got friends, you know, that, uh, like love New York, like one of my, my closest, like homeboys, you know, he, uh, uh, he's just New York to everything. Whereas New York over, over San Francisco stuff, every vacation he takes is back to New York. He hits up the, like the projects, like the Queensbridge uh, projects, the Marcy projects, uh, cause we're all big, you know, Jay-Z, Mob Deep fans. Um, and stuff like that. I always felt like, um, that I was someone that in, in another life, which is like similar to this one, that, that I, I was around, um, I was around in New York. Like I was roaming the streets in New York, you know, maybe just being a kid or like a, like a preteen or a teen. Um, and I always, I've always felt like that. Um, and I don't know, I, I just, this is something I've never admitted probably to anybody. I, I think, yeah. Uh, actually I admitted it to my friend who's in touch with her spirit, uh, and spiritual side. And, um, yeah. Um, I mean, I admitted it to her cause it's probably the only person I wouldn't be embarrassed about saying that too because how in touch she is um but yeah I just I felt like I I kind of in another life was brought up in New York and it's kind of bled over to you know my life that I'm currently in right now so uh yeah I just uh always thought that was funny and just something I wanted to share you know while I was diving into you know uh what dreams mean and and stuff like that, um, and yeah, just, just hit me up, and, uh, tell me if you guys have the same kind of visions, or, uh, epiphanies, and, uh, if that's the right word, and, um, and tell me, uh, your experiences. Okay, um, so another topic I want to talk about, um, I posted Instagram, you know, videos, uh, you know, about it and everything. And, um, you know, part of me just don't get it. Um, but I mean, and it stems, you know, from me being raised by a single mother and the things that I've introduced in my life or the things I practice, why, 
don't men respect women? Like, like, or like, just the women we're with, or or try to you know be with or be together with, like, you know, I I don't, I don't get it. Like me, I like there's certain things I see. I see like, uh, I see maybe uh younger like females like, like I'm 36, um maybe like y- younger females maybe the 30 ish to like 25 range, that are definitely influencing uh the younger ladies, um uh, and young girls. Why why is it that, like, they think that sticking their tongue out every like single second like it's something like attractive or or something like that because because to me like and I even I asked my mother this question and she said it before it came out of my mouth like when you stick your tongue out like to me you know back in the day usually the girls that stuck their tongue out had like they pierced their tongue or they like you know, they want you to kind of think, where's my tongue going to go? Like stuff like that. I could be crazy, but this is just a, a men's perspective of it. Um, it's like, oh, uh, you know, you're offering your tongue up and it's just, it's stupid. Like, it, it, but I just see, you know, girls just kind of vibing off music, sticking her tongue out and stuff. And maybe back in the day they did it a little bit, but now it's just like with all the, the sexual innuendos that are going around and sex is so like uh easy to access especially especially with social media i just think it's is dirty like it's just I, I can't be the only one that thinks that and i really know that i'm not um not that that i give a fuck anyway but it's uh it's just it's just crazy um and um the fact that um the fact that women are putting themselves out there like i'm not i'm not knocking their hustle or or anything or knocking women empowerment and stuff but like having only fans and stuff only fans to me kind of like the girls that i like is like if I get to that point where I'm in the bedroom with them, I want to be surprised with what they have. Like, I don't want to have already seen it, you know, on OnlyFans or stuff like that, or, or even on Instagram and stuff like that. Like, you know, real men and, you know, men of, of class want to be surprised, you know, and want to have a woman that they could take home and respect. Like, I think, I think OnlyFans, while it is it is a money maker, I think they should probably ban nudity because it's like, or or just have a very private lane for that, you know, where that isn't that is not their main source of the description of their uh, their company uh, or their their channel. Um, I just think it, it's it's stupid and and the the sacred like essence of a woman it's just it's really getting unpolished and uh it's getting uh drugged down into the mud 
Um, because, like, I could access their OnlyFans like that or something like that. Like, dude, I'm thinking, oh, man, they're easy. And and honestly, that's what all men are thinking. And the only men that are involved in this is obviously the ones doing it themselves. And I know it's a double standard, but, you know, I don't think men should be on it either. Because we have one private and you show that, cat's out of the bag. But the only men that are really involved are the ones uh, making money off the, the females uh, OnlyFans channels and stuff. So that's, it's like online pimping, you know. And I, I don't really agree with that. And that just goes and intertwines with females have to start respecting themselves more. And, you know, less is more. Less is more is definitely what I respect in a woman. You know, I, I want respect, you know. And that that's just my little spiel about that and stuff I've been talking about, you know, on my Instagram and stuff like that. Definitely raised by a single mother, and I respect women too much to exploit them like a lot of people are doing. Yeah. Look, I'm just going to say this. I don't like talking about this shit too much because I really don't know what to believe, and our society has just been so altered right now. Um, is COVID-19, the coronavirus, Um you know, I just, you could really exploit the media and stuff with anything just by someone, you know, could simply drop a fake story on a blog and uh, basically uh, talk shit about someone or make a whole million, two million, five million people believe something about somebody. So, you know, Trump has really gone overboard and I feel like we went from talking about Donald Trump possibly getting kicked out of the White House in disgrace with an impeachment, which I don't think they could have technically kicked him out, but he was technically impeached, which I don't fucking get. I'm not the biggest political guy, so uh, fault me for that. But um, all of a sudden, it goes from that being him being impeached to, oh shit, we have this pandemic and all these people are dying in New York. It's like so horrible. And it's kind of a coincidence that it started in New York and that's where Donald Trump is from. Um, and like all of a sudden, like millions of people are being, uh, or millions of people and uh, deceased people are being like thrown into meat lockers and like meat trucks to be like hauled off and stuff. Like I only believe that to an extent. Like I, I guarantee, you know, people are dying. The, the, you know, the stupid ones that are just, you know, taking this shit lightly, but, but how much of it is true? Like, I feel like you should be your own judge. Just very, you know, be very sanitary, especially if you have children who it says it doesn't affect, but it's they've been saying, oh, it doesn't affect these people. Those people are dying. It doesn't affect these people. These people are dying. So I feel like you should just be your own judge and be sanitary. And I think to an extent, this is a big, you know, it's a big hoax, like or something that was just kind of inserted. Um, so the emphasis would be off Donald Trump acting like a chump. 
um, and make people ignore the election and just be like, oh, I don't give a fuck who's in, um, whatever. And then it's just kind of a default to Donald Trump. And and the biggest thing that I've heard, and I'm going to end it on this, is that a lot of people and their educated people are saying, I've heard on various you know news outlets that when the election is over, the pandemic is going to be over and everything is going to be opened up to full, full service and everything. And it's going to be like it was before. And that has got to be an eye opener. You know, my eyes are way open and I'm definitely woke about this shit. So, I've been, uh, I've just been hearing, like, little news and little tidbits about this subject. One of my idols, Dr. Dre, man. What the fuck happened? So, uh, Dr. Dre is getting a divorce from his wife, which, uh, to me is kind of shocking. I mean, I'm not in their household, but, um, kind of seemed like, you know, they were, uh, two that were gonna make it lifelong uh, in this hip-hop game as far as being married um and it didn't work out that way um i'm pretty sure uh, his wife nicole i think it's nicole uh filed for divorce and um she's seeking uh two million dollars i believe monthly like this bitch is smoking crack, man. Like, I was hearing, like, she wants 135000 for, um for her wardrobe. And then she wants an additional 100000 uh just to clean her clothes. You know, maybe the, the pricing at, you know, dry cleaners and shit like that or cleaning services. Man... I guess crack is the way to go because she got to be smoking that shit, man. Like, fuck, dude. That's fucking crazy. Just with those two lump sums, that's like a career job. Yearly salary. Like, come on, man. That's crazy. And then the other thing I was hearing, like, is she wants... 20,000 for her phone bills to cover her phone. Like all her, they were saying like for text messages or something like that. Like are you fucking serious? Like really? You're serious. Who the fuck are you calling? Are you accepting all the charges? Is Suge Knight calling you from fucking jail? Like, are you trying to hook up an NWA reunion and call it Easy e in fucking heaven? Or are you trying to make it cool uh, with Tupac and Dre again? Like, what the fuck, dude? It's just, it's just uh, crackhead 
motivation. You know, I mean, crackhead motivation, crackhead moves. Like, man, just that's just just crazy, man. Like, I, I hate when people go through these divorces like this. And by the way, she said that Dr. Dre fucking forced her to sign the prenup. Like, he had, like, death row goons, like, fucking, like, like kind of look her down to make sure she signed it, whatever. Um, and she said that uh, Dre was abusive before their marriage and during their marriage. It's like, come on. I think she's stretching. It's like... One time he fucking slapped the shit out of that interviewer, D. Barnes, or yeah, D. Barnes. Like, and all of a sudden he's an abuser. And then that stupid uh, Michelet fucking movie where it looked like Dr. Dre. I didn't see it, but everybody said that uh, he was beating the shit out of her. I would have beat the shit out of her too if she got a kid by me and then goes and has a fucking kid by fucking Suge Knight. Bitch is crazy. Um, But, yeah, this is just fucking crazy, man. Take a percentage. Don't take this motherfucker's, like, whole thing. I know he's a billionaire, but, you know, whatever. Like, he fucking earned that. You know, blood, sweat, and tears, lives lost, you know, uh, having to sacrifice and sacrifice and... And now he got to sacrifice again, man. Like, uh, man, I just, I, I, I'm taking the guy's side. What could I say? Best producer slash rapper in hip hop history on the West Coast, and she's trying to bleed him dry. And I think it's bullshit. Well, um, I just wanted to uh, say thank you for everybody for. Uh, the questions this week, Fred Jackson, shout out, man, always tuning in, appreciate you, um, fucking, yeah, man, um, thank you for the questions, um, thank you for the feedback, um, and keep the questions coming, I'm always gonna include them in, in the episodes, and this is, you know, this is the conclusion and uh, we're going to try to make this podcast big. I'm going to, right now, I, I'm going to keep it real. I, I do this on the phone. And as uh, the months pass and stuff, I'm definitely going to uh, be getting better uh, quality uh, to you guys. But right now, I'm just, I'm spewing those thoughts. And um, yeah, I'm spewing those thoughts and just getting to you as fast and I, as fast as I can. And uh, you guys got anything to say, just holla at me. Uh, my IG handle is uh, Blood and Steven, two wins. Send me a DM, anything. Um, and uh, I will get back to you. Send me questions. You can DM them or I'll be having a story uh, asking if y'all got questions. Um well, once again, uh, thank you uh, for tuning in. And episode two will be coming soon. And this is Blunt Steven just saying I appreciate all you guys out there. And let's keep it cracking, y'all. <laughs> yeah.
Oh, what a day. <laughs> what a fucking day.